personally to be there and please help us. Hosea, did I say what chapter? 10. I want to read one verse of scripture. Please come early and pray tonight. We've got to continue to pray. We need the touch of the Lord upon our lives. I need the Lord. Hosea 10 verse 12 says, Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. And everybody say praise the Lord. Bless you may be seated. Want to borrow that phrase out of that verse. It is time to seek the Lord. Second Timothy 3 says, In the last days that perilous times shall come. Surely we're in that day. We live in perilous times. I mean, it's perilous in the natural. It's perilous in the spiritual. Any way you want to look at it, our world has gone crazy. And there is an attack upon the church that's unprecedented. There's attacks upon our families that's unprecedented. All kind of things happening in this world. Uh, sin, it seems, is on every corner. And as Jeremiah stated one time, people have forgot how to blush. They're not ashamed of who they are. People come out of the closet and they don't mind telling you all their perversions and everything that they're doing. I say it's a terrible day for the world. But I, the answer is found in this verse it is time to seek the Lord it's not time to say well when it next year I'm going to get right or next week or when summer's over I'm going to try to get a hold of God it's time to seek the Lord right now none of us is guaranteed tomorrow brother J.R. his mother uh, was last Saturday burying her brother and everything as far as they knew was all right with her. And yet in a moment's time, that stroke came. And just a couple of days later, she's gone into eternity. And there's none of us that's got the guarantee that that couldn't happen to us. Or something similar could happen to us. It's time to seek the Lord. Church, it's not time to float along. It's not time to be casual. It's not time to be carnal. It's not time to be uncommitted. It's not time to just say, I'm going to let somebody else do it. It's time to seek the Lord. It's time to stir ourselves up. It's time to pray like we've never prayed. It's time to say, God, have mercy upon my children. Have mercy upon my lost spouse. Have mercy upon my neighbors. Have mercy upon this city. Have mercy upon the world. I say it's time to seek the Lord. It's late, but it's not too late. <laughs> I still like that little simple statement. It looks like things are getting out of control in this world, but let me just remind you, God's in control. God is still in control. I believe that with everything inside of me. But I'm going to tell you how God operates. He operates on the ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. It's time to seek the Lord. You see, man enjoyed this divine fellowship and communication with God.
God in the Garden of Eden. And it was a perfect world outside of the God gave us the power of choice. And when Adam sinned and he cut that communication with God, I will your sin entered into the world. The cause of all of our problems in the world today is sin. If sin had never entered in, you'd never be sick in your body. You'd never have a fuss. You'd never have a fight. I'm telling you, sin is the problem. And we've got to come face to face with the fact that we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And it is time for us to say, God, help me to search my heart. Oh, Lord, it's time to seek the Lord. It's time to quit pointing fingers at somebody else and say, God, it's me. It's me, oh, Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's time to seek the Lord. We've inherited a sinful nature. You must be born again. If you're here today, let me say this nice. The Bible says, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. And then it was further revealed by Peter on the day of Pentecost when he said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The only remedy for sin is being born again. The only hope you have is the blood of Jesus. The only thing that can save you is the name of the Lord. The only thing that's going to help you is the power of the Almighty God. Quit worrying about the things of this world. It's time to seek the Lord. It said, sow to yourselves in righteousness. Reap in mercy. I tell you what he's saying, repent and God will forgive you. That's what, what that's saying. Repent is more than I'm sorry I got caught. Repent is more than, man, I, I'm going to try to do better. Repentance, uh, when God lays that godly sorrow upon your heart and you understand, uh, not did I just sin against a man, uh, I have sinned against God. Uh, when David committed adultery with Bathsheba, he didn't say I committed sin against her. He said I have committed sin against God. Uh, you need to understand God knows what you did this week. God knows what's happened in your life uh, and you can try to smooth it over and and cover it up but God knows where you are today and the only remedy is repent the only hope is to turn around the only thing you can do is call upon the name of the Lord he that confesseth and forsaketh his sins you got to forsake them you got to quit doing it. You got to understand your nature. I say God hates it for somebody to cover up their sin. I'm telling you, covering up is almost worse than the sin itself. I've got to be honest before God. I may put on a face to you, but I better be honest to God and say, God, I know what I'm not. I'm not what I ought to be. I understand I have failed you, and God, I'm sorry, and I'm gonna fall upon the rock and ask for mercy. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. I'm going to tell you, God gives you a space to repent. You hear me say this quite often. I believe in it very strongly. There is a space that God will allow you if you will get your heart right that sometimes he'll cover you up. But there comes a point in time if you do not get it right with God. I say what goes on in the hidden places is going to be revealed to everybody. You need those and God's not going to be mocked. You're not fooling God today. You haven't put something over on him today. You better understand he knows everything about 
about you and your only hope is to come to him and say, Lord, I understand it's time to seek you. I'm not going to wait till the night. I'm not going to wait till camp meeting. I'm not going to wait till the next revival. It's time to seek the Lord. You better make everything right with God and with man. You better make sure everything's right. How foolish it's going to be to stand before God and realize that I didn't make everything right. That God, I don't want anything in my heart. I say, jealousy's got to go. Envy's got to go. Hatred's got to go. Strife's got to go. We can't have any of that in our heart. we got to lay it down and say, God, forgive me, Lord. I need you. It's time now to have revival. It's time now to seek the Lord. Luke, the eighth chapter, tells the parable of the sower. And it talks about there's four kind of grounds that the seed fell upon. And unfortunately, three of the four is bad. Unfortunately, three, some of it falls on stony ground and, and hard ground, and sometimes the thorns come up. But there was some good ground. Let me encourage you this. I'm telling you, I didn't have good ground for some reason as a teenager, but I'm glad that God just kept on tilling. I say God is able to take somebody that it looks like there's no hope, and he's able to come down and work on them and work on them and work on them. I'm telling you, but it's time now. Some of you have made up your mind. I really ought to get right with God or I really ought to commit. It's time to quit saying I know what my problem is. It's time to say I'm going to take action. I'm going to come to you, God. I'm going to fall upon your mercy. God, i got to have some help. It's time to seek the Lord. Hosea 11 and verse 4, just right down from where I read. Or let me, with verse 1, actually, 11 and 1. When Israel was a child, then I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. As they called them, so they went from them. They sacrificed unto Balaam and burned incense to graven images. I taught Ephraim also to go, taking them by the arms, but they knew not that I healed them. He said, they didn't even understand that I had my hand upon them. Do you understand the reason you're here today? It's because God is a merciful God. None of us deserves to be here today. None of us deserves to enter into the presence of God. He said, they didn't even know that I had healed them. They didn't appreciate the mercies and the blessings of God. In verse 4 it says, I drew them with cords of a man, with bands of love. I'm telling you, God is reaching for you this morning. He wants you to know that he loves you and he cares for you and you haven't been too bad you haven't gone too far if you will just seek the Lord if you will just confess God I need help I've got to have you God I say it's time to seek the Lord but here's the verse that scares me verse 7 of Hosea 11 and my people are bent the backsliding from me. Though they called him to the Most High, none at all would exalt him. He said there's some people that's just bent on backsliding. There's some people just bent that even though they one time knew God, there's something inside of them. They never surrendered part of their heart. Folks, you got to get it all out before God. You can't hold part of it back. You've got to then you got to do right. you got to talk right. you got to walk right. you got to understand God demands that we give him everything. Because if we don't, there's going to be a backsliding. Hosea 13 and verse 9. Give me a lot of Hosea here today. It says, I think it's 13. O Israel, thou hast destroyed thyself. That's not the end of the verse. But in me 
is thine help. He said, you've destroyed yourself. You've abused your body. You've abused your mind. You have done things willfully. You wouldn't turn to me. He said, you're in terrible trouble. But he was saying, I hadn't given up on you, though. I am still your help. I don't care if you're bound by a bad habit today. I don't care if some spirit has got a hold of you today. There is still help. There is still hope in the house of the Lord. Don't let the devil tell you, you can't be delivered. Don't let the devil tell you you can't ever get the victory. I say that's a lie. He's the father of all lies. I say God wants to help you. It's time to seek the Lord. Sin will mess up your body. Sin will mess up your mind. Sin will corrupt your soul. But if that happens, he said, in me is thy help. He said, it's not at the psychiatrist. It's not at Wall Street. It's not from the doctor. It's not from anything in this world. He said, your help is in me. I want you to know you're at the right place at the right time this morning. The Almighty God is saying, your help is right here. Come to me. Judas, how sad it was. He lost it all. And yet you see, if he just could have repented, if he could have just reached out to God, but you see, he allowed the devil to tell him, you've been too bad. You've gone too far. I, was, I don't believe it would have been too late. I believe if he had come to God, he would have forgiven him. Hosea 13 and 14 says this. It says, I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. It may seem like somebody's dead to any desire to live for God. They're dead in sin and trespasses. He said, but I will redeem them. He's already performed that miracle. He died on the cross and he paid the price. It's already been paid. All you got to do now is come and say, Lord, I understand it's time to seek you. I understand it's time to turn around. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And then it goes on in 1 John 2. It says, Little children, sin not. But if any man sin, you have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Jesus told him, Repent, or ye shall all likewise perish. That's what he, John the Baptist come preaching. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We need to understand it's not enough to talk in tongues. It's not enough to run the aisles. I've got to make sure my heart is right with God. I've got to understand that God sees the inward part and he knows what's inside of me. And I'm telling somebody in the Holy Ghost, I said it the other week and I'll say it again. I had another message that I was going to preach this morning, but about 8.30, as I somehow my mind got off of that and I began to read a scripture and all of a sudden it began to work on me that no I hadn't got time to wait to preach this. Somebody needs to seek the Lord now. Somebody needs to cry out to God now. Somebody needs to say Lord I can't wait another day. I can't wait another hour. I can't wait another moment. I've got to get right now. It's time to seek the Lord. Hosea 13 and 10 I will be thy king. 
Where is any other that may save thee in all thy cities? And thy judges of whom thou sayest, give me a king and princess. He said, there's no hope one more time. He said, there's no hope from the government. I'm going to tell you, the government's not going to save you. The government's not even going to be able to provide for you. There's going to come a day that everything we cherish in this world is going to crumble. And if we understand the Bible at all, there's going to come a time when you may not be able to buy or sell and all that money you accumulate, you may not even be able to get to. And it's going to mean nothing. The only thing that's going to matter is that you have a king. I say that's watching over you. I don't know what's going to happen in the end time, but I believe God's going to keep his hand upon his people. I believe he's going to provide for those that really love him. But I got to see him while he may be found. And it is time to seek the Lord. The greatest tool I believe that the devil uses because he used it on me, is this just didn't a good time. I remember vividly, I should have got right with the Lord a little bit earlier. I mean, I should have got right a long time earlier, but I mean, even in Shreveport, I was going to church a little bit. And I had bought my tickets to Las Vegas. But for some reason, I went to church. And I got under conviction. But I said, well, I, I got to wait till I get back from that trip. It was almost another year before I got right with God. I could have died during that time. Because he reached out for me so many times. And that day he spoke to my heart and, and said, it's time to come. And I went up around the front with everybody else. But I said, God, I'm just not ready. God, I, I got something to do. And I'm going to tell you, God had to drastically touch my life a year later. But he loved me so much that he did that. I'm telling somebody today, it's time to seek the Lord. It's time to say, I'm not going to wait till I get all my ducks in a row. I'm not going to wait till everything is perfect. He that waits for the wind to be just right and the sea to be just right never accomplishes anything. You've got to understand right now is the time to seek the Lord. Right now is the time to get right. Why don't we all stand? Can we bow our heads and close our eyes? I wonder if we could just all talk to the Lord for a minute. Father, I've given what you laid on my heart. Oh God, and I need you right now. I've done all I can do, Lord. Unless the Spirit of God draws them, Lord, they can't come. God, unless somehow you reach down and do a miracle right now and give somebody desire, God, there's nothing else I can do. God, it's not in my power or ability, Lord, uh, but I understand that it's in you. Uh, right now, God, I loose your drawing spirit. Uh, right now, God, I loose your anointing upon this entire congregation. Uh, right now, God, let your hand of mercy reach out. Uh, let those bonds of love touch somebody this morning. Uh, let somebody's conscience bother them right now. Let somebody examine their heart right now. Let somebody cry out to you right now. Oh, Jesus in your name. Jesus in your name. Hallelujah. 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 Are you going to let the Lord pass you by again? Come on, I need somebody to intercede. I need, I need somebody to help me pray right now. God, Lord, everyone inside of this building, God, let them feel your presence right now. God, let them humble themselves. Oh, is there anybody who would like to come? 
Anybody would just like to bow a knee before the Almighty God. It doesn't matter what your situation is. We're not going to think anything's wrong with you. I'm just saying it's time to seek the Lord. It's time to call upon Him. It's time to say, God, Savior, Savior, Savior. Oh, mighty God. Oh, I cannot read that. Oh, come on, church, somebody pray. Somebody call upon the name of the Lord. 